0: The Rebel Leadership Podcast, a refreshing take on authentic leadership told through real stories. Let's smash the status quo and change how leaders lead once and for all. If you're skeptical whether or not rebellious leadership can truly make an impact or change an organization, this episode will change your mind. This one, it requires very little intro. The only explanation I'll give you is that this was a live town hall podcast recording where 95 of our actual Rebel employees called in. They got real, they got vulnerable, there's even some tears shed, and they reflect on the force multiplier that is perpetual optimism. Listen, reflect, and embrace your next aha moment. So a couple weeks ago, Uh, Bryn circulated a picture, and it was of Colin Powell's 13 Rules of Leadership. And I read through every single one of them, and they all struck me, but there was one in particular that I could not stop thinking about. And that was his last point. And it was a line that said, perpetual optimism is a force multiplier. And that force multiplier piece of it rang true. And above all of the growth, all of the momentum, all of the strategies that we've tried, some failed, most succeeded. Of all of the things that we have put in place, the, the people we've empowered who've ran with it, the, the growth that we've seen in our business, you can't point your finger to one thing. But that statement was the heartbeat of it all. It was this idea that there is nothing we can't do as rebels. There was, this, there was this optimism that was there the entire time, no matter what, no matter the hard months, the hard weeks, the hard days. There was always something on the other side that we could see through as a company because we had the right people here. And that force multiplier was, in our case, was the business growth, was uh, the stories that you're sharing on good news. It was this, this piece of one plus one doesn't equal two in this case. It's this magnificent multiplier when it's these glass half full personalities coming together. It's an energy that you could quite literally bottle up and it explodes. What's your take on, on the force multiplier and perpetual optimism? So
1: one of our core values is positivity. It's, it's one of the primary things we seek in the interview process. Someone asked me the other day why I had the the little plaque on the wall. We norm, it's in jobs. Most of you have seen it. It's, it's what we list as our core values. And I had answered that I periodically will look over at that as I'm interviewing the candidates and make sure that core trait is there. It's such a high value to us as a company, right? And and the the idea that Colin Powell is talking about is is what happens when you put positive on positive, right? And this is what Allison was just talking about a minute ago. Something happens well beyond one plus one, right? And if you can fill a room with that, then all of a sudden that's when the magic starts to happen. You start to spark off each other and you start to, everyone's belief that it is possible begins to increase. And and it begins with the belief, right? If we don't believe that we can go launch something called Rebelware when it was just this germ of an idea, you know, less than a year ago, Right, if we don't if we don't all believe in the path that we set out and build off of each other's enthusiasm, that what seems insurmountable is not insurmountable. It starts to get stymied. The inverse of that, those of you that've seen the Saturday Night Live skit of uh, Debbie Downer, anybody seen that, <laughs> yes. where she comes into a room and sucks the energy right out of the room, like, rah, rah, you know, <laughs> it's it, it's real, right? And and so we are looking to surround ourselves with. Not people who are naively positive, right? Because that doesn't work either, right? It's realistically grounded positive. And and I think there's a difference there.
0: A hundred percent. Emmy, you've been someone who is extremely positive, but also uh, cautiously positive in certain situations. What's been your take and what's your reaction to this topic? I mean,
2: I love talking about this stuff, as you know,
0: um, yeah, I, I mean, you hit on something, like, really, really important,
2: and that is that I hate, like, toxic positivity. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think there's definitely a difference of, like, trying to push the, even the word positivity could be mis, a misconcept, right? Like, you need to have, like, that genuine, authentic, true energy and just, like, being yourself. Like, that's really what it comes down to, and people will be able to, like, see through that, Um and it's something that, like, I think early in my career too. Like, I would definitely like put on like this positive show all the time, even if I didn't feel it. And I'm learning, especially at Rebel, um, I am learning like you could just be yourself, and that in turn will help you like be positive because you could just be yourself. Um, I mean, another yeah, thing on those like,
0: days oh, is like we can see it when you're not, right? When you're just yeah. that shell of a person. I see a lot of heads nodding right yeah. now. We can see through it because it's not really you. It's OK to have a bad day. You can still yeah. be optimistic and live through those bad days. I think being
2: positive, like the the concept has to it, people that are really positive and people that work really hard at like practicing daily gratitude and just being an optimistic person actually comes from people that have been through really, really hard shit. So in turn, like having time to reflect and going through that, those bad days and all that bad stuff will make you really grateful and and have a better outlook on your day when you've been through some stuff.
3: Eric, what's your reaction to that? I mean, a lot of what Emmy said is right on, like you can, you can put a smile on, but I think we're all smart enough here that you can tell when you know, you're just wrapping up bullshit and a smile, you know? Um, And I think where that leads is kind of, for me at the core of positivity is flexibility is talking about what you mentioned, the word possibility. If, you know, whether I'm talking with someone about the work, you know, about a project or if it's an interpersonal conversation for, you know, their growth in their job, or, you know, problems that they need to overcome, or even outside of work, positivity happens when you see the possibility that you can become more, or that you can become what you want, or that you can become what you, um, you know, what you aspire to, or what you think is impossible. Uh, Because if you go with that kind of like that, that improv mantra, yes. And, you know, a lot more opens up for you and there's always something to look forward to. And when you have things to look forward to, even the tough days or the tough moments are easier to bear. And so that keeps that positivity, you know, bubbling up to the surface.
0: Warren, your hand shot up immediately when we talked about this topic.
4: Yeah. So I love the statement. And I also love being the underdog, right? So while everyone is focused on the positivity part of the statement, I immediately am attracted to the force multiplier. And, and I want to share how I go about my day um, being that force multiplier. I look at you know where I am most valued, where I am have the most impact, and how can I be an impact on as many people as possible. And by shaping my day that way, I'm able to help unlock, engage, motivate, teams of people to help get out of their own way and by having that mindset positivity while it's amazing and we could all talk about that is just is just one of many right there's knowledge empathy patience right as a force multiplier even when you're struggling the challenges right come out with those stories and share that and you know so you know, while my day is is framed trying to be that false multiplier you don't have to be me to have that impact and i want to challenge everyone on this call to realize that everybody has the ability to be a force multiplier if you just talk to two people and share knowledge and teach or share a, a story of growth and expansion you are a false multiplier so find that discomfort in yourself and share that story and watch how you can become that blank is a force multiplier every single day and imagine what this company is like if all we're doing every day is just multiplying whatever we're bringing to it good and bad strong and, and challenges so that's, that's incredibly uh, well said Thank you, Warren. my take on that yep. awesome.
0: Eliana you are you are a beam of light at every point in time so what's your take on this optimism force multiplier topic
5: Yeah. So this topic actually gets me a little emotional because like I am always smiling. I'm always happy. But at the same time, it's not just like, okay, I'm just a happy person. It's my outlook on certain things. Like I was talking about um, how the rebel environment is completely different from anywhere I have ever worked because I feel like I need The same balance. Like if I'm pouring out, I want to be poured into. I want to feel like I'm being supported. And in Rebel, it's so different because it's not just my team. I feel like I can talk across departments to anybody, and I'm excited to just work with anybody. It doesn't matter if we're trying to tackle an issue or if. They're just like, you know, all these accounts are on fire. You need help. Like, I'm excited to work with the people that I'm surrounded with just because you feel that nourishment. And you were saying, you know, if there's a positive and a negative, there's always going to be like that down that pull of energy where it's not going to ever level up to what you want but in rubble we have this like full cycle where we're all pouring into each other trying to learn more things and it makes me so happy to come to work it just makes me happy to work with everybody and I was like yesterday I was just like so excited because I was like oh my god Greg you're in the office today (laughs) you're not too deep and I was and Craig and I don't work on accounts every single day or even speak every day, but I was genuinely just happy to be able to see the people that I work with on a day to day basis, even if it's just I walk past you and you're in a meeting and I get to say hi. Because when you have a corporate structure, a community where you feel you are nourished, you are supported, and not only in what you are like focusing your career on but also your passions we make such great and innovative things and that's where I, that's how i've seen every aspect of broken growth ruffle. Growth. What you're
0: describing is the force multiplier that 1 plus 1 in that situation equals infinity it's like it's you can't cap it <laughs> David Givens from Florida um you're not even in person all the time but you radiate it digitally um what's your take on on this topic so
6: um the key for me and this honestly resonates back to our conversation from last week about authenticity um and i think everyone here has said something that really touches on it and that is positively is not an inwardly focused thing positivity to me at least the key is being focused on others not on oneself shedding fear about being vulnerable in interacting with others and empowering them to get to the solutions that we don't have all the answers no one person here has all of the answers but to be able to interact with people and be energized around the you and i we are going to achieve some great stuff coming into it with that enthusiasm to know that i don't have all the answers you you don't have all the answers. We're going to up with something neither one of us could do by ourselves. Oh my God, there's nothing in the world more magical than that. That to me is the little force multiplier knowing I'm not a solution unto myself. I am not an island. I'm in maybe a set of keys if we want to get a roof on the Florida thing, right? A chain of islands. We're, we're in a community here. Mm-hmm. And by relying on each other, that's where the authenticity really comes. I, I, can, I can have a bad day. That's okay, but I'm not going to bullshit you about it. Yep. That doesn't at the same time mean I'm not still positive. I got shit going on. All right, I'll figure that out. But still, by focusing not on the things that are going on in my day, but on what we're going to be doing together, that to me just unlocks so much possibility.
0: Well, to, to your point, it's the belief. It's the shared belief that you both know that I'm not sure what the outcome is. There's a blank piece of paper ahead of us or a really difficult problem at hand. But the belief that you will have each other's back to figure it out, that's the optimism. And it will be better than that's exactly right.
6: Yes. And I would even take it, you know, one step further. I know we are. Because if we can't figure it out, we're going to figure out what component don't we have here. Mike and I can't figure it out. I know who can. Let's bring Warren in. We're going to keep building on that and just spreading that enthusiasm and multiply that force. And we'll come up with ideas that are completely unconnected to the problem we're trying to solve that will then trickle out, percolate into other things that we realize we need to solve, other great opportunities, other wonderful things to build. That's the force multiplier to me.
7: Thank you, David.
8: Nikki, what do you think? Yeah, so I, this actually really makes me super emotional to talk about. Um, And I'm not going to lie, I'm definitely a little bit nervous coming on here. But um, this is, I want to tip my hat off to... The, and the entire SLT team and and Allison, because I think this all stems. and i I wrote a pretty emotional email to the SLT team last week after we had our roundtable discussion because similar to Eliana, um this, I've never been part of something like this before. So, I'm sorry, I'm getting emotional, but it's just so liberating and freeing to be part of a community and a place like Rebel. And I want to tip my hat off to, um, the, the leadership because I was listening to this, um, podcast yesterday, actually from Maddie, um, Maddie recommended it and it's called, um, dare to lead by Brené Brown. And it starts, <laughs> it starts off, she started off and she said, um, you know, being the leader and, and bringing out that positivity and that, um, just empowerment and authenticity. It it has to start at the top. It can't, it can't form, you know, in, in the weeds or amongst just one or two people, it has to come from the top and it has to trickle down to everyone. So, um, Sorry, guys, I'm getting so emotional, but um, it it truly, it truly has been like that for me at Rebel from day one, and it it just has an entire ripple effect throughout the entire workplace and community that you guys have created. So I just wanted to tip my hat off to you guys and. Um, for being that force multiplier, because that is something that I feel like is so rare to come by. And I truly feel so lucky to make call this place, like my place of work that I get to do this for a living. It truly has been something that is just amazing and has changed my life. So thank you guys. Um, and yeah, I think it just, it starts
0: at the top and it
8: triples down and it has to, in order to become a force multiplier.
0: Those words. Thank you for that hit home goosebumps all over hearing you say that. And I think we've talked a lot as a company about this statement. We even have it on the back of t-shirts that no one likes those t-shirts. They're in labs if you want some, Um, but it's, how will you be remembered? It's like, we all owe it to each other to think about that all the time because it is, there is a finite number of days and so if you can give it back to somebody that can change their life or you seep that optimism into a conversation that that person may have been having a bad day, but you just changed it or you did something for them, you unlocked some piece of their life or you made it a little bit better, or you gave them courage to be themselves at work. It's all part of, of this thing called life. So just really appreciate you saying that, Nikki. And so glad yeah. that it's been powerful to you. Mike Walker, your hand has been raised. What's your take on this topic?
7: If you recall, at the summit, I had talked about how sometimes you and Bryn and other people in leadership have had to drag me kicking and screaming to really get me to see things differently. Um, And I think, you know, there are those of us, myself included, that were conditioned. We were conditioned through life circumstances to default to negative how our brain is wired. And it doesn't make us a bad person. That doesn't make us someone who can't do fantastic work, but that requires coaching, you know, um, and a rewiring of things. And that in a lot of ways can require patience. And, you know, what I see from a force multiplier perspective is um, how leadership approaches that here at Rebel. So, you know, I, you can take someone like Warren or you, Allison or Carly, like just using you guys as recent examples where we can have conversations and some of them are tough conversations. And I've had this with David too, that some of these are like tough conversations, but some of them are also just encouraging conversations to, you know, reposition how I think. And I'm seeing it happen with other people who struggle with the same thing as me. And so though there are some people who are naturally bubbly and positive and there are others who aren't. And so the structure and the way things are being done here at rebel are, is I think fantastic. And in some ways, therapeutic. Um,
3: yeah, and really I know you don't,
7: is. I know you don't like me using that word out, <laughs> but in some ways therapeutic because it's helping us helping us grow and look at life differently, not just how we treat each other. And we're not going to be perfect all the time. We're going to have our bad moments and our bad days, but those are learning experiences.
0: Well, it's like, guess what? This is a part of life. It's like the whole concept of work-life balance is bullshit, to be honest with you. This is part of our life. Work is part of your life. Just like kids are part of your life. Just like friends are part of your life. So it's like, you can't, you can't, keep giving passes at work to toxicity it's not okay we all owe it to each other to see glass half full and try and help each other through those hard moments um, lastly just because we only have two more minutes we could keep this topic going on forever but mumby curious as to your take on this on this topic being so new here
9: all right so uh, it's a very good point in regards to how we all go through certain things and we all come here every day we try to put on an image of ourselves that is like we're in a good place but sometimes mentally we are all battling certain things so what i've noticed about a lot of rebels is that we're all resilient and that's the most important character to have in regards to feeling this force multiplier is because whenever you go through a hard moment you'd have to be able to analyze conceptualize what you're going through and be able to detach from what you're currently experiencing and look at your emotions from like a third perspective. And once you're able to do that, you're able to be able to push further and create and establish more stronger relationships with anybody that you interact with. So just to say that in general, it's just important to be resilient and also know that whatever you're feeling in the moment, it's okay to have that feeling, but it's all about how you recover and how you act after that.
0: Absolutely. And I'll leave you guys with this. I'm reading a book or listening to a book on tape that I keep telling Bryn about, and it's called Green Lights. And it's narrated and written by Matthew McConaughey. For any of you um, lovers, it's in his voice. It's very amazing. Uh, But the topic of it is about once you see life in a certain way, life is a series of stoplights. There are green lights, yellow lights, and red lights. And once you get to that red light, that really difficult thing, that hard thing to see past, on the other side of a red light is always a green light. And it's, that to me screams to the, the point about optimism. So long as you get to those hard hardships where you're seeing a brick wall ahead of you and you cannot see the other side and you're deep in that hole and you, you just cannot see it, it's not about positivity, it's about optimism that there will be a green light on the other side thank you guys so much for sharing your stories today and getting so real for the tears shed uh hopefully it hit them a little bit. absolutely
1: thank you everyone